Awesome. Well, if you're listening to this recording, um, we, we thank you for joining us. Uh, my name is Greg Andrews, and I have the pleasure of sitting here with uh, our, our pastor, Father Charles. I want to allow him to introduce himself really quick. Father, would you mind? Just... Yeah, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Father Charles Ramirez. I'm pastor of Our Lady of Assumption Church in Claremont, California. We're about 35 miles northeast of Los Angeles, and uh, we've got a vibrant parish, and we've got close to 4,500 families, and and uh, and it's just great to be pastor. I'm really humbled to have the responsibility to help lead the people, and, and it's just great to, to share, to share. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Father. So you wanted to talk about Mass today and the importance of Mass. Um, how do you, I mean, why, why Mass? Why should we come? Yeah. What, you know, all that. Can you well, you know, when, when people uh, uh, tell me they don't go to Mass, I always say, uh, do you think you're better than Jesus? So what do you mean, Father? And I say, well, you know, Jesus went, went to the temple every Sabbath. You know, the most perfect human being to walk the face of the earth with a hidden divinity mm-hmm. had a need to celebrate with a community, to hear the Word of God, mm-hmm. you know. And if Jesus needed it, what about us? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think we have a tendency to forget our need to hear the word, to be spiritually fed, to receive the Eucharist, mm-hmm. and 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 to realize how we're interdependent upon each other. To and the challenge is to see Christ in our neighbor. Mm-hmm. You know, the challenge is to see Christ in our neighbor. And uh, you know, uh, Jesus says, "Love God, whole heart, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself." Mm-hmm. You see, so so, uh, and also what I tell people is that uh, when you're not at church on Sunday, at least on Sunday, mm-hmm. that the church is less holy because you're not sharing your holiness that is present within you with other people. Right. So so uh, so it, it, it's important, and to, and to also. Um, you know, I always think of people get all psyched up about Super Bowl Sunday. You know, it, it's become kind of like a religion. And I mm-hmm. and I tell people, you know, Easter Sunday is our Super Bowl. That's right. Because Jesus resurrected. If he hadn't resurrected, then, you know, we wouldn't be celebrating, you know, as we do as Catholic Christians. And so so people get all excited about Super Bowl, and you have Super Bowl parties, and it you know, becomes such a media event. And, mm. and uh, is that going to get you to heaven? No, it's not going to get you to heaven. I mean, it's going to help you be joyful and have a good time, and and maybe within that, you know, you'll try to see Christ in your neighbor. But 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 what's what's important is that we come together to to celebrate that we're just not spectators at church. We come to sing, we come to pray, we come to acknowledge one another that that Christ dwells within us. So so it's a real challenge, it's a real challenge, and mm-hmm. and uh, and so uh, so I just I ask. You know, parents, you know, what example are you giving your children about going to church? Mm-hmm. You know, I know that, that another thing that John Paul II talked about years ago was, was how in our Western society, sports has become such a priority, right. you know? Yeah. And, and parents are, 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 are do, you know, they bend over backwards. They want to put their children the best opportunity to be able to get a sports scholarship, you know? Mm-hmm. So you got these travel teams and it costs extra money. And and, uh, and I would say that's great, but, but also... Let your children know that that going to church is also a priority, is also a must. Even if you don't go in the morning, like here in Our Lady of Assumption, we have seven masses on Sunday yeah. where, where people can uh, can come to mass and and and, uh, and give an hour and a half to God. Look at all the other hours we have within the week that, that we can go and do our own thing, but give that hour and a half to God to pray, to come together, to uh, support one another, and, and, and to share our holiness. Mm. 
Father, I, I love two things I love is you mentioned the, the sports analogy and how, you know, you go to a Super Bowl game or if you, even if you go to a, a Dodger game, yeah. people are up off their seats, you know, shouting and cheering. I mean, how amazing would it be if people came to church to praise the King of Kings in that way? I love that analogy. What would be your encouragement to people who, uh, who you know, maybe haven't been to Mass in a while? How would you encourage those who are already attending to invite their friends to evangelize in that way? What, you know, what would be a good way? Well, I, I think us as Catholic Christians, uh, sometimes we're a little private about our faith. Mm. That we're not like the evangelical uh, other Christians who, who will go up to a person and ask them, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? You know, or they don't say, you know, can I pray with you? Mm. I think we need to be a little bit more vocal and visible about our faith as Catholic Christians. Amen. And, and not not be afraid to invite someone to mass, you know, mm-hmm. someone who maybe fallen away from the church or is turned off by the church. Remember, it's an imperfect church. Mm-hmm. You know, the old saying: if you find the perfect church, don't join it because then you make it imperfect. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and we're all wounded. You know, we're we're all wounded. We're we're wounded healers in a sense too. You see, mm-hmm. so so I would encourage uh, everyone to. to to, you're coming to mass, and um, you know, they say about what thirty-five percent of the Catholics come to uh, a practicing Catholic. They come to mass once once a month, mm. you know, and and uh, and I think we need to encourage them that 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 uh, to come to pray and come to share and and come to uh, offer up all our needs to God the Father through Jesus Christ in the celebration of the Holy Eucharist and the proclamation of the Word. Mm, amen. I want to ask a specific question. There, It's often offered for the, our non-Catholic brothers and sisters who come to Mass. Uh, if you if you can't receive Jesus, you you know you haven't received the sacraments yet, but you receive a blessing. Yeah. Uh, you know you come up in line and you receive yeah. that blessing. Is that blessing the same every time? Is that is it different? It, you know is is that a is that something that that you're kind of passing along by the power of the Holy Spirit in in your personal prayer? What does that what does that blessing entail? Well, uh, you know that's one of the hardest things when uh, when you're celebrating Mass and you have a non-Catholic. Who is there, and you want to make them feel welcome, even though they can't receive the Eucharist mm, yet? Okay, mm-hmm. because to receive the Eucharist, you're actually saying that you're in union with the teachings of the Catholic Church, and you truly believe that the Eucharist is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't believe that. They for for them, they believe it's just symbolic. Right. That's what sets us apart from the evangelical Christians or Protestants, who for some who don't believe in the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist as as we believe it, and so. So, uh, you know, I say, if you do believe that Christ is present in the Eucharist as we celebrated, then I say become Catholic. Yeah. So, so you give them a blessing. The, the, the blessing, uh, you, know, you know, we step out in faith, we give the blessing, we let God take care of the rest of mm. the power of the Holy Spirit. So, so, um, so you just never know. You just never know what effect that special blessing will have for each person who comes up. And uh, you look into their eyes and, and, uh, and, and you just want to have a, a sense of welcome and mm. that they would seek out uh, Jesus in the Catholic faith tradition. That's beautiful. In a sense, kind of being Jesus in that moment to the person coming forward. Yeah, a- absolutely. And the real challenge is to see Jesus in that person you bless too. Oh yeah. yeah, amen. You know, to, yeah. to, to see Christ there in that, in that person and, 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 uh, and to receive them in the present moment. Because when you receive people in the present moment, then you, you have no right to judge. Mm-hmm. You know, you just receive them as they are. Come as you are, you know. And, and yeah, we're, we're all sinners, you know. But also we know that 
that through the sacraments of reconciliation mm-hmm. that that we have uh, uh, in the church that people go to confession and they confess their sins. And I know some people say, well, I don't want to confess my sins to a man. That priest is just a man. Well, let me tell you, I mean, uh, as a priest, yeah, I know I'm just a man. I'm imperfect. Mm-hmm. But I've been given the call to 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 minister to the Catholic Church and to be a sign of Christ's presence in that sacrament. And I've had some marvelous things happen in sacrament reconciliation where I know that I'm not the only one just there and the penitent, mm. that the power of the Holy Spirit is truly working in people's lives. You know, they come in brokenhearted and they leave with a smile on their face because mm-hmm. God has truly touched them through my ministry. I'm just a vessel uh, of God's grace to those who come in need of forgiveness. And, and the other thing too, you know, people say, well, I confess my sins to God. I said, well, yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. And the church has said, you know, an emergency and all, yeah, you confess your sins to God, you say. But then, you know, the human condition, then then something will enter your mind and you'll say, they'll say, well, how do you know God's forgiving you? Mm-hmm. You see, maybe a doubt will enter. You know, the devil wants to do that. Yeah. I did say the devil, but yeah, I, you know, Come Darth Vader, whatever you want, but that that negative energy is contrary to God's love, you know, yeah. and and so when you come to sacrament reconciliation, um, you hear the words of absolution, mm-hmm. you know, God the Father of mercies, the death and resurrection of His Son, has reconciled the world to Himself and has sent the Holy Spirit for forgiveness of sins, the ministry of the Church. May God grant you pardon and peace, and absolve you of all your sins in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. And that way, when you walk out of the confessional, you know you've heard the words of absolution and you are forgiven. And another thing, too, that I like to tell people about the sacrament reconciliation, when you confess your sins, they're forgiven and they're forgotten by yes. God. Yes. They're forgotten by God. You know, sometimes people come to confession and they want to confess a sin they committed years ago when they were young, in their youth. Mm. And I said, wait just a minute. Have you confessed that sin before? Uh, yes, Father. Have you committed it again? No, I haven't. Mm. So you don't need to confess it because it's forgotten by God. You don't need to bring it up. You need to forget about it, and you need to move on and uh, and uh, and trust that, that that God has taken all that in, and He just sees the beauty of who you are in Him through the power of the Holy Spirit, and that you know God just doesn't see what is, but He sees what can be. Mm, that's good. You know, he, yeah. he takes ordinary people, do extraordinary things, and, and Jesus says, I will never abandon you. I will never leave you orphans. I'm with you always. Hmm. I love that. I love how the sacraments work together. Like, it's so beautiful. And I feel like I love that you hit the idea of I am a man, but also there, there's Jesus is there present during the sacrament of reconciliation it's so powerful yeah Yeah. and often you know it's an i think a misconception well it is uh, and uh, you know it's a sacrament is a uh it's an opportunity for god to dispense grace on Mm -hmm. his people Mm -hmm. Uh, sacrament of baptism you know reconciliation eucharist confirmation marriage holy orders yes i think i've got them all and and uh it's god's opportunity to dispense his grace upon us to give us the ability to say no to sin and yes to God. It's like the First Communion kids. Mm. I asked the First Communion kids, I said, uh, you know, the Eucharist is your spiritual vitamin. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many kids here, you know, uh, take vitamins? They'll raise their hand and says, and, and why do you take vitamins? Oh, so I can, you know, stay healthy and be strong mm-hmm. and grow up. Uh, and, uh, and I say, well, who told you that the vitamins would help you stay healthy? Well, my mom, my dad. And I said, right, that's right. And you believe them, don't you? Yes. Mm. And your mom and dad have also told you that the Eucharist 
is important to receive the the bread and the wine, the body and blood of Christ. Yes, mm. yes, and and the Eucharist is your spiritual vitamin that's going to help you say no to sin and yes to God. Yeah, you know more readily every day. And I'll and, and I'll ask the kid, how many children here have to take the trash out? And they all raise their hand. You know, and then and then I'll say. Uh, and I'll pick one one of the one of the first communicants out, and I'll say, "Now, when your mom asks you to take your trash out, do you take it out right away?" And they said, "Well, no, not really." I said, "Does she have to ask you multiple times?" Well, yeah. How come? Well, I'm doing something else. I really don't like to take the trash out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I said, "Well, you know, the Eucharist should transform you. The Word of God should transform you. Okay." You should be changed to realize, like Jesus said, if you want to be great in the kingdom, you got to learn to serve one another, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. And when you're in your family, you're called to serve one another, okay, as community. And so so, uh, so, so it's a call to service that starts at home because the home is a domestic church. Mm-hmm. And so then I, I, I said, you should be so transformed that now when you receive your communion, that you should be so transformed that when your mom asks you to take the trash out, your response is going to say, hey, mom, I already did it. Yeah, nice. And, and your mom's going to be shocked. What, you did it? Oh, yeah, I'm transformed. Yes. Or one who's really been transformed, you're going to say, hey, mom, I just took the trash out. Can I go ask the neighbors if I can take their trash out too? There you go. You know? Yeah. You know, just just, just kind of giving the example of, of going out and and, and helping others hmm. to serve, and that's what Jesus asked us to do. Oh, that's so good, Father. I, I love that illustration. Um, so, you know, we're, we don't really have an agenda with these things. We, if you're joining us, if you're listening, wherever you are, uh, again, we're, we're over in Claremont, California, yeah. Our, Lady, Our Lady of the Assumption. Catholic Church. You're in, you're in Claremont. That's right. We're a Catholic Church. We've, we've got masses on the weekend, 7, 9, 11, yeah, 1 seven, p.m. Nine, yeah, yeah, 1 p.m. in Spanish, uh, uh, 3 o'clock in Vietnamese, and then 5 o'clock youth mass, 7 p.m. is the last mass. Uh, and, and the church gets full because... Uh, uh, you know, people have so many things going on on Sunday, and they want to catch the mass at 7 p.m. And we have two uh, two masses on Saturday, vigil masses. It's at uh, four o'clock and, and 5:30, and we have confession before the four o'clock mass, and we have confession after the 5:30 mass, uh, sacrament reconciliation. So uh, you know, we try to serve as best we can. You know, we're not perfect at it, but uh, we try to be available as best we can, and also. Uh, one of the things for me as pastor is, is, is that we have an answering service after hours. Mm-hmm. I never want anyone to say that I tried to get a priest. My mom was dying or my dad was dying. I couldn't get a hold of a priest at OLA. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we try to be available 24 hours a day as best we can. And, uh, and so I just ask you to keep us in your prayers. You know, It's not easy being a priest nowadays. It's not e- easy being a, any type of minister within the church. Right. And, uh, but I need your prayers and... Uh, and that we, we, we walk hand in hand with God as best we can. And, uh, and then, you know, the fruits of our labor, uh, we'll see them not necessarily now, mm-hmm. but hopefully when we get into God's presence and we'll see the fruits of all those people that we were able to bless and they blessed us. And, and we're going to probably be surprised who ends up in heaven. Mm-hmm. Hey, some people might even say, Father Charles, you're here in heaven too? <laughs> Thanks be to God. <laughs> so yeah, it's great. It's great. Nice. 
Yeah, so plenty of opportunities to get to Mass here. If you're listening from far away, seek out the church in your area, the Catholic church in your area. Get to Mass. Mass is so crucial. We're hoping to do uh, one of these a week. Again, no real agenda. We're just talking about the church. We're talking about uh, holiness, and we're talking about being Catholic. And not not um, not asleep, but but awake. Father, would you uh, would you close us out in okay. prayer today? Heavenly Father, we just uh, thank you for all the people who are listening to this podcast, and and we thank you for all the blessings you've bestowed upon us today and and in the future. And we just ask you that the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon us, that we'll uh, meditate the Word of God, that uh, that we'll proclaim it, and uh, and that uh, that we'll proclaim it by by our actions more than our words and that people can see that there's something special about who we are because they see the light of Christ in us because of your grace. And may mighty God bless you and keep you the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen.